And by the time that same sun sent its rays through your window and woke us up this morning, God had already been there and blessed everybody. Somebody better say hallelujah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I got me some sunshine this morning. So I greet you this morning. I wouldn't use Orange 45 if I... Uh, I I would never use that name. I greet you in the name uh, of a sunshine, treetop kissing, bird singing, fish feeding God. Do you know him? Do you know him? If you know him, do you love him? Do you love him? Do you love him? If you love him, holla! It gives me extreme pride, and I take great pleasure in being a participant in this majestic worship service. And to salute my friend, my brother, that's my dean. And to be a part of this celebration for 34 years. Mm. And, and the queenly effervescence that pursues pervasive in his life has helped him to be all that he is. Oh, is our manifestation of African queenliness. To um, all of the clergy that are present and officers and deacons, many of whom we have jointly prepared for Christian ministry, and to all of the officers and members of the majestic I wanted to introduce my cousin, Sandra, who is very, very, <laughs> Bishop, um, I need your permission that if um, I have a chance to go on tour, can I take that choir with me? Can I <laughs> 
I would like for you, my sisters and brothers, all God's children, could we hear the psalm, Psalm 84. Let's focus on verse 11. And may I, um, may I share it with you from the New International Version. And it reads thusly. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor. Somebody say favor. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. This is the word of the Lord. Now in his introduction, my friend, my bishop, my dean, my brother, he forgot to tell you and I'm from a little tiny town in Oklahoma, almost as large as this building. <laughs> and being from the country, I'm a country preacher. I need help. I can't, I've never learned how to preach by myself. So I need uh, 10 people who help me to preach from the subject favoritism. <laughs> favoritism. First, the scholars are divided on this song. Some of the scholars say that it was written by pilgrims who, and in Judaism, you are supposed to go to Jerusalem once a year. And so, so the pilgrims were on their way to Jerusalem to go to the house of the Lord. And so it's because they were on their way to the house of the Lord that they sang this song while they were marching. Uh, the other group of scholars, they suggest that it wasn't written then, but it was written when the Jews were in exile in Babylon, when they were in captivity. Well, uh, and the, the, the 10 of you, you can start anytime. <laughs> Listen, before we get started, I want to tell you what happened to me at the airport. I was at the airport. I was going down the escalator. And, uh, you know, I had, had it. I was trying to be clean. You know? And but going up the other side was a beautiful, beautiful young lady.
And so she, she looked over at me. I said, well, maybe the old boy could still have a little something. <laughs> so when she got to the top, she got the elevator back down. She said, mister, mister, are you married? I said, yes, dear, I've been married almost 50 years. She said, I was looking for somebody for my mother. Because in either condition, this psalm is extremely useful to us. Hmm? If it is written by the pilgrims on their way to Jerusalem, on their way to the house of the Lord, that meant that they were seeking God. They were going there to find and unite with the magnificent God of the universe. And if so, then we discover that favor is bestowed on those people who are looking for God. We go searching for God. Just the act of trying to find him, then God knows that you're looking for God, and God then turns around and blesses you. Favor is bestowed on those people who take care of God's house. So then, let me share with you the majesty of Bishop Watts's ministry is that he has spent a lifetime looking for God, searching. Because if beloved, we will never, there's not one human being, no church, no institution will ever know all there is to know about God. Our job is to keep searching, learning more and growing and growing, and that's what our bishop has done. Now, here's, here's the problem, all right? Anthropomorphism is a danger. It served us well for centuries, but anthropomorphism is the thought that God is a man upstairs. All of which is wrong. God is not a man. God is not upstairs. God is with us. God is in us. We have to search and look and learn and grow. And when we do, then God grants us favor. And who can deny that this man's 
favored by God. On the other hand, if this psalm is written by people who were coming out of captivity, hmm, that means that you and I are highly favored. We are favored by God simply because we are working for liberation. We're working for freedom. We want all of God's children to be free. And the more we work for freedom, that's the more favor that God bestows upon us. See, the problem with anthro anthropomorphism is that people wait for God to come down and do something for them. But that stands diametrically juxtaposed, exactly opposite of what God wants us to do. God is a spirit, an empowering spirit. And once we have the power of God, there's nothing we can't do. Do you remember James Brown? He said, I don't want nobody giving me nothing. Just open up the door and I'll get it myself. When we have a relationship with God, we have power, we have joy, we have energy, and we have favor. So then, if we seek for the house, seek for our God, and work for freedom, we position ourselves where we can receive God's favor. This is my first time, and if I don't hurry, it might be my last. Um, <laughs> Favoritism, as it is defined by the Oxford Dictionary, favoritism means that it is the practice of giving unfair preferential treatment to one person or one group at the expense of another. That's, that's how that's how Oxford designs favoritism. Mm, but the psalmist, mm, he, de he defines it differently. He said that if huh, we experience favoritism, that is God's practice of awarding unequal preferential treatment <laughs> to a person or a group. Mm. And so, um, I think it's all right for us to say that I have an unequal preference because I'm a child of God. <laughs> Let me share this with you. Is that people who seek God, when we seek God, we position ourselves to receive favor. Favor is not defined by money and cars and goods. Favor is a blessing from the Lord. 
Favor is grace and glory. Did you hear them sing about grace and glory? Favor then is if we seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, all these other things will be added unto us. Favor then, our operational definition is that favor is the completion of happiness. The psalm teaches us that if we walk blamelessly, hmm, if we walk now, now, don't get it twisted. Blameless doesn't mean without flaw. Blameless doesn't mean that we don't make mistakes. Blameless doesn't mean that we don't, we, we don't fall. We all fall short of the glory. We miss the mark. That's not what blameless means. Blameless means to finish what you start. Because I'm designed to be what God has made me. God has made and all I have to do is just keep on and keep on and keep on and don't turn around and don't quit and don't lay down and when I get knocked down, get back up again. Blameless means to finish what we start. And I'm terribly sorry. But Bishop Benjamin Watts, blameless in his education, blameless in his family, his marriage, in his pastoring. Ah, and his, his song is, I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. So then, beloved, on this day, we celebrate 34 years of incredible ministry. Uh, I knew him before that. Even. <laughs> that uh, when we say, how are you? And we answer, I'm blessed and highly favored. Oh, that's because I spend my time trying to learn more about Jesus, trying to find out more about him. And the more I seek him, that's the more favor I receive. In other words, you need to tell those folk, don't turn to your neighbor because ain't nothing in here, but tell those folk out there, don't be jealous. Jealousy is eating away at our people, at our institutions. No need to be jealous. If you seek the Lord, he'll favor you the same way that he favors me. God shows favor. Not because of who we are, but because of what we do. Now, unfortunately, there's a whole group of people, most of them are in this country, who feel they should have favor simply because of who they are. Some of them have even reached the White House.
And when you, if, 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 if this psalm is written uh, when the people were in exile, then we need to remember that Nebuchadnezzar was out in the field eating grass like a dog. So when God favors us, when we seek for God and when we work for freedom, we work for liberation, that's when we receive God's favor. Not because of who we are. God doesn't, I know, I know you get stuck in the mirror and you think you're so beautiful. Mm, but beauty is as beauty does. What we do positions us for God's favor. So seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. And let's work for freedom. Freedom for all people. And let's finish what we start. And don't stop till all the ransomed church of God is saved to sin no more. So if we want favoritism, I do, I don't know about anybody, but I want some favoritism from God. Hmm? It's not unfair, hmm? even though it's unequal, because I got my share. I'm sorry, I got, I got mine. Oh, and you can have yours too, because God sheds favor on everybody. And that's why I want to sing, I'm blessed. The Lord is blessing me right now, not yesterday. Not tomorrow, but right now God sheds his favor on because he loves us and we love him. And that, beloved, is God's favoritism.